This is your host, Vernon Terrell with Grace Ministries International, and it's time for Walking Free. And I'm glad you're back. This is Vernon, and didn't we have a good time hearing from Kyle the other week, hearing his story, and uh, isn't that uh, incredible? Uh, Just the beginning of his addiction in middle school, middle school, wow. Well, let me tell you, I think it can start even before then, but uh, whether it's addiction or just these life-controlling issues that become life-controlling issues. A lot happens in our early years, and that's some of the things that we help others unpack when they come into counseling. And again, our counseling at Grace Ministries International is discipleship counseling. It's a pastoral counseling. And we think there's a place for other secular counseling, especially uh, when it comes to very severe trauma, some of the EMDR treatments, which are just extremely helpful. But I think that uh, the pastoral counseling and what we do, uh, as we call it, discipleship counseling, is equally important, hitting a, a different element that is often overlooked in the traditional counseling arena. So we do encourage you, if you're if you are struggling in a particular area and it's just it's it's overwhelming, there is help out there. Whether it's through Grace Ministries International or one of our uh, Network 220 offices, then check us out. I think uh, we can uh, we can offer uh, a helping hand uh, in the journey. And I'm excited also, I had uh, a couple of podcasts ago, we talked about the launch of Work Untangled. And we're trying to get into the workplace. We want to get, we want to help employees walk free at work. And we call it just practicing grace at work. And that's what Work Untangled is all about. And uh, you can find more at workuntangled.com. And uh, if you're just uh, an employee seeking some community, well, join the Work Untangled community. There's a little link there where you can join. We also have a webinar coming up on uh, on a grace culture and infusing grace in your company culture, in your corporate culture. And that is going to be on Thursday, at least at the time of this recording. Uh, you still have time to register. And I think we're going to offer it again and maybe a replay, of course, of it. And we'll have the replay for sure in the Work Untangled community. So you can find uh, that webinar recording in there. And all of our Work Untangled uh, webinars will be recorded and available inside the free community where you can meet with others and encourage each other and be encouraged 
in uh, experiencing and practicing grace at work. That's what Work Untangled is all about. And as we continue on this podcast on uh, really walking free, I want to continue. I was, you know, looking at John and uh, I had talked about uh, John chapter one uh, two weeks ago. And part of it was verse five, how the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not grasp it. And sometimes even as it was back in Jesus' day, your walk and your life, people just don't get you. They don't get it. They don't, they just, they can't sometimes. They're blinded, some of them. And they didn't get it in Jesus' day. What makes us think they're going to get us all the time. But that doesn't mean you don't shine the light. And the light is shining in you. Why? As a believer? Well, how about because you have the light of the world living on the inside of you? You are lighting up your workplace. You're lighting up your community. You're lighting up your family because the light is in you and is shining through you. That's how radically you have been transformed. You have been changed. You are a lighthouse because the light is in you shining. In fact, you have to work against your very own brand new nature. You have to you have to cover it up with old thought patterns and old ways of thinking and reacting and believing. Because by default, you're brand new. You can't help it. You can't help it. The light is shining. You are an influence. You're making a difference. And as John was continuing this gospel, this letter, he says in John 1, 6, he says, a man came, one sent from God, and his name was John. This is John the baptizer. He came as a witness to testify about the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light but he came to testify about the light. In verse 9, this was the true light that coming into the world enlightens every person. And you know, wherever you walk, the light is in you shining. And I know we have good days and bad days, but the light is always there. And the light is shining. You can't stop it. It's shining through you. You see, talking about Jesus, he was in the world, verse 10, and the world came into being through him. Yet, the world did not know him. So if you're having a hard time, you say, well, I don't know if I'm making a difference. Think about this, that the God of the universe set foot on planet earth in the form of a baby, grew up, 
This was the one who made the very earth that he walked and crawled on. The world came into being through him, yet did not know him. Verse 11 says, he came to his own. Probably referring to the Jewish people, but broadly, he came to his own planet. He came to all of his creation and uniquely into the family that he was born into, to his people. He came to them and they did not accept him. And that's part of what we will end up bearing is that people will not always accept us. And I think we just have to be okay with that. We're in good company. They did not accept Jesus. Now, there's some things that we do that can make it even more difficult for people to accept us. I would encourage you to avoid those. By the fact that you are a believer, that you love the Lord, that the light is in you, that by itself will cause some people not to accept you. You don't need to make it any more challenging or difficult for others not to accept you. He came to his own. His own people did not accept him. And you know what I find is often that when we come to our own sphere of influence, those people perhaps in our family, you know, the ones that grew up alongside us, maybe the, the people closest to us that you know, know us best, they know our shortcomings and uh, they've seen us in the raw, if you will. <laughs> those are the ones that really have a hard time, especially if we came out of perhaps an unsaved environment and those were our friends. Uh, it can be more challenging. Well, it was hard uh, when Jesus went back to his hometown. They said, don't we know this this person? I mean, isn't this Joseph's son? Wasn't he the, he was, ma he was making product. He was a carpenter. He was a craftsman. We saw him, grew up with him. Who was this to teach us anything? Yeah, you may get that too. You know what you do? You still love them. You still extend grace. It's never wrong to extend the love and grace of God. Verse 12 says, but. But as many as received Jesus, as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor the will of man. They were born of God. That's you. That's me. If we've received Jesus Christ, if we've received his forgiveness and new life because of the cross and resurrection, we are born of God. Think about that. We are birthed of God. We are this 
brand new creation of God. It's not something that you make happen. It's not something that you birth. God does it. He does it all when you believe, when you receive. You see, he gives the right, the the right, the ability, the power, the authority to become what? Children of God. And that is what and who you are. When you believe in his name, he's giving you the right and the authority and the power and the freedom to become children of God because you believed in his name, because you received him. Isn't that incredible? That's who you are. And that's half the problem. And that's what this podcast focuses on. That's what our ministry at Grace Ministries focuses on. That's what Work Untangled wants to bring to the workplace. Grace at work. It's the beautiful truth and fact of your new creation. You are a child of God. You've been birthed by God as a brand new creation. That's you. Do you believe it? Can you see it? You're actually born of God. You're not trying to do things a little bit better and to make yourself a better person and to and to continue growing and le- I mean we're always growing and learning but you're not trying to change the essential badness of who you were you're not trying to dramatically uh, alter your character he's done that at a heart level at a spirit level you are changed. And yes, we have some old attitudes and mindsets that uh, are kind of like leftover. They're there. They're part of our human existence. They're in that part of us, in that brain, on that hard drive. They're still there. Old patterns, old beliefs. That's what this life is all about. That's what the journey is all about. It's uncovering some of these old ways of thinking and believing and asking the question, well, is that really true? Well, no, you're you're brand new. You're brand new. The journey is identifying that, identifying that lie and receiving the truth. Do you know that you don't, there's nothing more in you that needs to be changed? All of your changing happened at once, immediately, when you believed. Because that old you, which was really hopeless, it had no, there, there was nothing you could do to make it better. It had to die. And that's what happened. 
When you believed that old you was placed on the cross, crucified, you died and you were buried. That's what it means to be in Christ. You participated in his death, in his burial, and you were raised with him as a brand new creation in him forever together in him. The old is gone. The new has come. You are a child of God. You are born of God. You've been given the right, the permission. Do you know you have permission to be who you are? You have permission to be the child of God that you already are. God's given you permission. So go be you. Go be the brand new you that God created. And seek out community where you can encourage each other in the grace, in the freedom that has set you free. Don't go back to the old rules and regulations that entangled you where you're trying to get God to like you a little bit more, trying to make your performance a little bit better. Do you know that when you embrace this truth of your brand new identity, understanding that God has made you holy, that over time, that behavior will conform. Your outward behavior will conform to your inward understanding and belief of that truth. But likewise, and maybe you've seen it, even as a believer, that when you believe lies, you don't believe you've changed, you think you're just the same old, same old person, nothing's changed. You believe the lie of the enemy that you're still a sinner, that you'll never change. Do you ever hear those words? That's words from the enemy. That's not words from the Spirit. That's how you can differentiate between the Spirit and the enemy. The enemy will condemn. The enemy will always condemn. The Spirit will always encourage and encourage you in the truth because you are an overcomer. Do you know that uh, in John wrote another uh, letter, something it might have been like a sermon, but uh, in 1 John chapter 5, he talks about overcoming. And I love how he uh, describes this. He continues that idea that he started with in his gospel. And in verse 1, he goes, everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ or is uh, our, uh, oh, I just went blank on our, the uh, John, the, the, our, the, one of our incredible speakers and uh, friends at uh, Network 220. And I, it's old man disease. I just, just lost it like that, but it'll come right back to me. He'll say, he always will say the Christ, the Christ. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, the one who has come to take away sin and to give us life. 
has been born, there it is again, of God. And everyone who loves the Father loves the child born of him. And by this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and follow his commandments. And you know what his commandments are? In fact, he says, this is the love of God that we keep his commandments. His commandments are not burdensome. And he described those very commandments uh, a little earlier on. And he said this in John, 1 John 3, 23. This is his commandment. You ready? Here, here it is. Here they are. That we believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another just as he commanded us. That's it. And that's what he's referencing again in chapter 5. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments. Believe. Receive him. His commandments are not burdensome. For whoever has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith. Your faith. Your trust. Your receiving Jesus Christ. Verse 5. Who is the one? who overcomes the world, but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Have you done that? Have you received Christ as your Savior? Have you received his free offer of forgiveness and eternal life when he paid the price of your sin, my sin on the cross, crucified, died, was buried and rose again. Do you believe that? Have you received his free offer of forgiveness and life? If you have, you are an overcomer. You've been born of God. You have the permission and the right to be called a child of God. One who has been made holy. One who has been made righteous. You are a lover. You are a giver. You are a brand new creation. Don't let the enemy or anyone else tell you any different. Don't even let your, yourself, your, those old thoughts that might be swirling around, that self-talk, if you will, that old self-talk that says, I've never changed. I'll never change. You have changed. Create some new self-talk from your new identity. All that stuff comes from the enemy. All those old thoughts come from old thinking that was based on the old you. Well, that old you is gone. Bury the thinking along with that old self that's already been buried and begin thinking anew. Align your mind and your heart with the truth that God has made you new, that you are born of God, a brand new creation, and you have the right, the permission, the authority to be a child of God. 
And I believe as you begin to understand that, as scary as it is, you can then choose to stop whining about what you think is the old you. That's gone. That don't stop. Stop it, as they say. Don't don't you don't need to think that way. It's not true. It's not true. And every time I say stop it, I think of the old Bob Newhart uh, counseling. That's not a good form of counseling. So let me just say that out loud, okay? There's many things that we need to work through that a good counselor, and they will never tell you to just stop it, as Bob Newhart said. But I encourage you to stop the old thinking, and it can be challenging. But you need to replace that thinking with the truth. Encourage yourself. Give yourself permission to believe, even just a little bit, that this is true. I am transformed. Don't focus on your behavior. Don't focus on some of the things. And maybe even tomorrow, if you mess up, you messed up, you yelled, you lied, you lusted whatever. That's not you. That's some of the old programming that's playing out. Give yourself some time to allow Christ to change the programming because you are changed. It's now time to start recoding that mind with the truth that God has made you brand new. And I promise you, as you focus on the fact and the truth that he loves you, that his grace is sufficient, and that you are brand new, that you can give yourself permission to be the child of God that you are. And then you can not only talk about it, but then you can begin walking. You've been listening to Walking Free, a production of Grace Ministries International in Marietta, Georgia. For more information, go to our website at gmint.org. That's G-M-I-N-T dot O-R-G.